0: You are listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads, and Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer.
1: Thank you and good afternoon from Houston, Texas. Nick Palmer with you with another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball. This is game number 48 of our schedule this year. The Raiders come in with a four-game winning streak. They are 27-20 and on the season, 15-10 and in Conference USA and will be taking on the rice owls the team uh, in last place in the conference with a record of 13 and 6 and 19 in conference usa rice has lost seven straight middle tennessee has won four straight the raiders could win the series with a victory today and the final game of the series will be tomorrow at noon we'll have that broadcast for you also houston texas it is hot in the state of texas 87 degrees will be our game time temperature skies are partly cloudy it's a little more humid than it was last night the game started at six o'clock last evening it was 89 degrees there but the humidity was low Uh, humidity is around 51 percent right now wind is out of the south southeast at seven there are some clutter, uh, scattered scattered clouds up above but r- there is no rain in the forecast and the wind is going to be blowing out toward left and left center just as it was yesterday so we're set to, on a warm saturday afternoon at reckling park we're on the campus of rice university in Houston, Texas. A beautiful campus, a beautiful layout for baseball here. And we will take our first break. When I uh, come back we'll be talking with Blue Raider starting pitcher Peyton Wigginton who spun a masterpiece yesterday. A complete game, two-hit shutout. That's coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro
2: Post is Rutherford County's sports leader.
4: hey blue raider fans this is brad hopkins with exit reality bob lamb and associates Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call six one five 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 six nine two three nine to find out more.
5: This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy,
6: delicious. The Blue Raiders on News Radio
0: WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into our pregame show as the Raiders take
1: on Rice in the second game of this three game series today in Houston on a warm Saturday afternoon. Blue Raider pitcher Peyton Wigginton is guesting with us before the game. Uh, the last time I talked to you, Peyton, It was before the series, and we expected you to start the second game of the series. You did not. Uh, Yesterday, I didn't really expect you to start the first game of the series, and you did. So uh, our our pitching rotation is a little bit different this
7: weekend, but uh, we're getting the job done. Right, I mean, we're all, all of our pitchers are kind of in a hybrid role where we can all either start or relieve. so we're kind of all ready to do whatever every weekend we get out here. So, I mean, I get out here Thursday night, Coach Myers asked if I'm ready to start tomorrow, and I said yes, and that's just the way it goes pretty much every week. You know,
1: complete games are kind of rare these days, shutouts probably even rarer, and uh, you got both yesterday. did you feel anything special
7: warming up before the game? Uh, I feel like it might be your day. Um, my back had been bothering me the past couple of weeks. And uh, before the game, it really wasn't bothering me at all. I felt really good in my back. So I was like, maybe, maybe I'm just going to be able to throw quite a bit today. So, I mean, I felt healthy, more healthy than I had been in a while. So, I mean, that, that probably played into how far I was able to go yesterday. It makes a difference. And, in-
1: The first play of the game, I think, kind of set the tone for the whole game because their leadoff hitter, who hit the ball hard every time up, uh, had what looked like a sure base hit, and Fausto Lopez picked it, threw him out at
7: first, and that had to give you a big lift. Oh, no doubt about it. We had four or five incredible plays from Fausto alone yesterday. I think we had zero er errors. I could be wrong, but we played solid defense all day yesterday. Uh, Aston with some great plays in the outfield. JT with a couple good plays. Um, We all, I mean, when when you're throwing strikes, the defense is going to be ready and they're going to make some plays for you, and that's what they did yesterday. Yeah, for people in my business, we love to see pitchers who work fast and you work fast you get the ball you're ready to throw it again yes sir i mean uh, i don't like uh wasting too much time up there so i'm i'm ready for that next pitch as soon as i get the ball back all right now what what'd you have working for you yesterday uh my fastball command was on and uh i've been working on a changeup for a while and i actually got a couple of swings and misses on a change up for the first uh for the first start this year it was actually feeling pretty good so mixing in that change up a little more i think helped out a little yesterday I think I may have asked you the last
1: time I talked to you, but uh, uh, what are your plans uh, after the season
7: is over? Right. Um, still, possibly, maybe I'll play professionally somewhere, but if not, I'll probably just coach college baseball. Well, you know, left-handers are in demand, so I think you got that going for you. Yes, sir. Um,
1: <clears throat> All right.
7: If I throw a little bit harder, I might get a get a call up or something.
1: Okay.
7: Well, we got another left-hander
1: going today. Let's uh, let's hope that. Uh, that magic remains, and uh, uh, get another series win. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It Sounds good. Let's get him And that is Peyton Wigginton, who pitched a complete game, two-hit shutout, to open the series yesterday. And it was the first two-hit complete game for the Raiders since May of 2014, when another left-hander, Zach Curtis, did it against... Uh, Florida International also on the road, a uh, seven to nothing score, just like the score yesterday, as uh, Curtis pitched a complete game two hit shutout in 2014. So Wigginton gets his name in a little bit of the record book for that outing. He had a one hit shutout until the ninth inning, when uh, Rice got their second hit of the game. So the Raiders uh, win it by a score of seven to nothing yesterday. Peyton Wigginton goes the distance. It was his sixth career complete game and second shutout of the season. So the young man having an outstanding senior year in his final year as a Blue Raider. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have starting lineups and first pitch. Middle Tennessee and Rice on a Saturday afternoon on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNs.
1: The head coaches are meeting with the umpires at home plate to exchange lineups. We've not had the national anthem yet. Should be coming up shortly. Let's go ahead and start our lineups presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations including four in Murfreesboro. For Coach Jim Tillman and the Blue Raiders, Fausto Lopez will lead off at shortstop. JT Mabry bats second, plays second base. Wyatt Morgan will be the designated hitter and bat third. Jackson Galloway in left field will hold down the cleanup spot. Briggs Rutter at first base will bat fifth. Brett Coker third will be the number six hitter. Eston Snyder in right field, bats seventh. Mason Spears will be behind the plate, hit eighth. And Brian Dillingham in center field will bat ninth. Starting pitcher will be left-hander senior, Trent Siebert. And we'll give you the uh, Rice defensive alignment in just a moment. As the crowd's standing here and getting ready for the national anthem, we will let you hear that from the field. youngsters uh, from field level with an the National Anthem as uh, the Raiders and the Rice Isles get ready for the second game of this three-game series. The Raiders trying for their second straight win as they took a 7-0 decision yesterday. Now let's go to the Rice batting order. Connor Walsh will be leading off in center field. Guy Garabay at first base will hit second. Austin Pullman in left field bats third. Nathan Becker will be the designated hitter. He'll be in the cleanup spot. Pierce Gallo at shortstop will bat fifth. Manny Garza the catcher will hit sixth. Justin Long at third base bats seventh. Justin Dunlap in right field will bat eighth. Number nine hitter is Johnny Hoyle at second base. And the pitcher is a right-hander, Cooper Chandler. He's a senior. Normally their Friday night starter, he is getting the nod on Saturday. Ryzals have are taking the field in their home white uniforms. Their colors are navy blue and white. Raiders in the royal blue tops today with uh, white pants and blue caps. So let's tell you a little bit about... Uh, Chandler, he is normally, as I mentioned, their Friday night starter, been having a a few health issues. So it's his first start in a couple of weeks. He is one and seven with a 5.64 earned run average, making his 13th appearance and his 11th start of the season. He has pitched 50 and two thirds innings has allowed 60 hits and 33 earned runs. He's given up six home runs. Chandler has walked 22 batters, struck out 59. Opponents hitting 291 against senior Cooper Chandler. He is a uh, grad student, a transfer from Pepperdine in California where he won 12 games and lost five in his career there. With an earned run average of 3.17, so that's a little bit about the Rice starting pitcher. He is 6'2", 200 pounds, and out of a native of Frisco, Texas. He was uh, at Pepperdine; was a freshman All-American in 2018, his first year there. Around the infield for. The Owls, they will have the uh, same lineup as they had yesterday, Long at third, with Gallo at short, Hoyle at second, Garabay at first, Manny Garza, freshman catcher behind the plate, Bowman in left, Walsh in center, and Dunlap will be in right field. He did not play yesterday for the Owls. Before we get started, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. Stepping in for the Raiders will be shortstop Fausto Lopez to lead things off in the first inning. Lopez stands in hitting 295 on the season. Right-hander against the right-hander Chandler. And the first pitch is a strike called. We're underway at 2.05. A bit late on the starting time today. One strike to count Lopez. Chandler with the pitch. And another strike is called. It is nothing and two to Fausto Lopez. Home plate umpire is Sean Arthur. He was the first base umpire yesterday. The 0 2 pitch misses low and away, and the count goes to one ball and two strikes. Rice had their largest crowd of the season yesterday 3,783. They had a uh, special promotion going and had a lot of kids at the ballpark. And Lopez swings and misses. <laughs> Striking out, uh, going after a bad pitch. Uh, pitch was low and outside.
6: Uh, Asto didn't get
1: it. So one out as Chandler strikes out the first Blue Raider he faces. And JT Mabry will stand in, been swinging a hot stick. He was three for five yesterday. And hits the first pitch into left field, but it's gonna be caught. <laughs> Avery's bid for a hit caught out there by the left fielder, Bowman, for out number two. So quickly two up and two down in the first inning. And this will be Wyatt Morgan. He is the designated hitter today. He and Galloway just uh, swapped places in the batting order. Morgan hitting third, Galloway fourth today. Morgan a left-handed batter and the first pitch from Chandler is in there for a strike call. So the Rice right-hander has started this game by throwing strikes. 2 outs, base is empty. We're in the top of the first inning. That's a strike to Morgan and it is 0-2. We're at Reckling Park on campus. We're in the Medical Medical Center of uh, Houston, and the ball drilled into center field—a base hit for Morgan. Took the 0-2 pitch right up the middle, and Wyatt Morgan becomes the first base runner of the game. And that is the first hit on Chandler. That will be Jackson Galloway, the left fielder. Galloway yesterday waited uh, until his final at bat to get his first hit. It was a double, came in the seventh inning. He had struck out his first two at bats yesterday. So Morgan is at first base with two outs. Galloway steps in hitting 348, seven home runs, 26 runs batted in for the right-handed hitter. First pitch is low for ball one. Cooper Chandler, the right-hander, comes set. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on into shallow left field, but grabbed. Well, that was on the hop. I thought thought the third baseman Long took that one on the fly, but, and through to second, just a bit late. Morgan beat the throw down there, so it's a fielder's choice
6: for Galloway.
1: Morgan to second, and with two outs, the Raiders have runners at first and second. That ball was a high hopper. I thought when it left the bat, it did not hit the ground, but uh, that was not the case. Here's Briggs-Rutter playing first base again today. Briggs had a couple of hits yesterday, scored a couple of runs, three maybe. First pitch for a strike. He did score three runs at two hits. No balls and one strike to Rudder. Morgan at second Galloway at first and the pitch swinging a foul back to the screen. nothing and two the count to rudder.
6: It's
1: 335 down each foul line here at Reckling Park, 375 to the power alleys and left and right and 400 to straightaway center field. It's a big park. And strike three called and the inning is over. Rutter caught looking and that is all for the Raiders in the first inning, no runs, one hit. And two men left.
6: We will go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee, nothing. Rice coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey,
3: Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal, real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-896. 5656 or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. <laughs>
0: Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Blue Raiders starting a left-hander for the second straight uh, game in this series, Trent Siebert, out of Puquay, Verena, North Carolina. 6'2", 190. And will be making his third start of the season, his 19th appearance. Record of four and three, and an earned run average of 3.04, 50 and a third innings. He's allowed 41 hits and 17 earned runs. Siebert has allowed four home runs. He has walked 16, struck out 59, and opponents hitting 225 against the left-hander Trent Siebert. Siebert's previous two starts were midweek games against Lipscomb and Austin Peay and his last appearance was a week ago Friday in relief against Florida International. So Trent Siebert getting the call here in game two. For Rice it will be Connor Walsh to lead off and he will take the first offering from seabird outside for ball one walsh garabay and bullman here in the first inning pitch is inside ball two and the count goes to two balls no strikes walsh got the second hit of the game off peyton wigginton in the ninth inning last night so he was one for four but he hit the ball solidly every time up, including in the bottom of the first inning when Fausto Lopez robbed him of a hit. The 2-1 pitch hit in the air to right field. Snyder backing up a couple of steps under it and has it for out number one. So Walsh flies to Eston Snyder in right. Set the rest of the Raider defense for
6: you. with
1: Fred Coker at third. Lopez at short. JT Mabry at second. Briggs-Rutter at first. Mason Spears is behind the plate. In left field, Jackson Galloway. In center field, Brian Dillingham and Snyder in right. Here is Garabay, a left-handed hitter. Siebert's first pitch to him, a strike on the outside corner. Nothing and one. One out here in the bottom of the first. Off-speed pitch, checked his swing and took it for a ball. One and one to Garabay, 295 hitter. Sophomore and the Rice first baseman. Pitch is swung on, hit in the air into left center field. Dillingham moving over and he's got it for out number two. Two up and two down in the first inning. Two fly balls. The batter is Bullman, the left fielder. Bullman batted cleanup yesterday. He was 0 for 4. He's hitting third in the lineup today. Two outs, base is empty. Siebert's pitch laid it right in there at the knees for a call strike. Nothing in one. And this pitch is swung on and fouled out of play to the left side. Raiders occupying the third base dugout here at Reckling Park. And it is a completely open dugout. There's no fence in front of the dugout. So be on your toes, guys. The ball hit back to the mound. Siebert will underhand it to first. And that will retire the Owls in order. Three up and three down in the bottom of the first inning. So we have completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee nothing, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
11: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
5: Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous.
11: My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son, Overdosed at the age of 22 years old.
5: Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov/
0: rxawareness. You are listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the top half of inning number two.
1: In a scoreless game for the Raiders in the second inning, Coker, Snyder, and Spears to face the senior right-hander Cooper, the Chandler. Tennessee and batting baseman number 24, Brett Coker. Coker, right-handed batter, standing in at 291 on the season, swings at the first pitch, fouls it out of play. Strike one. Coker had two doubles and a triple. Drove in three runs in last night's 7-0 victory. There's a ball hit down the right field line, curving and it'll be out of play. Over in the Rice bullpen down the right field line and the count is two strikes now to Coker. Chandler pitches out of the stretch and delivers high for ball one. There's a lot of foul ground in front of each dugout from the foul line to the dugout and it extends down near the bullpens and then the uh, foul ground goes away. There's a ball hit to center field and Walsh, the center fielder, moving over into left center will make the catch for out number one but from uh, the beginning of the bullpen down each line, there's uh, hardly any foul ground. So it goes from a lot to almost none. Here's Eston Snyder, Blue Raider right fielder, with one out in the second inning, no score in the game. Chandler's pitch is in there for a call strike. Snyder last night, two hits, four trips, 339 batting average for Snyder. Pitch misses the knees, ball one. In play yesterday, Old Dominion defeated Marshall 13 to 8. Charlotte, a winner over FAU 10 to 3. FIU beat UAB 6-5. It's a swing and a miss. UTSA over Southern Miss by a score of 8-7, and that narrowed uh, the Southern Miss lead, I think, to a single game over UTSA. And Louisiana Tech was a winner over Western Kentucky, 16-4. Swing and a foul tip. Snyder remains alive. That ball popped out of the catcher's mitt. Count is one ball, two strikes to Eston Snyder. Chandler pitching out of the stretch. And here it comes, ground ball to short. Gallo up with it, over to first. In time for the out. And that is out number two. Two up, two down in the second inning. Batter is Mason Spears, the Raider catcher. Spears had a a single and four trips in last night's game. 283 average for the senior from Colorado. Here's Chandler's first pitch. Spears takes it a bit outside for ball one. Sean Arthur, who had uh, first base yesterday is the plate umpire. Phil Cundell is at first. And the home plate umpire from yesterday, Bob Howard, down at third. There's a ball hit foul down the left side. Hit it hard, but foul. Wind up just short of the Blue Raider bullpen. And the count will go to one and one. 87 degrees at game time, supposed to top out at about 89 today. A little bit more humidity in the air than uh, we had last night. Of course, we're in the middle of the afternoon. There's a swing and a foul out of play. Wind blowing out what little we have right now toward left field and left center. There's a berm out behind the left field fence. Folks are, they've got some tents set up out there doing some picnicking and watching the ball game. And there's also a set of grandstands uh, out in deep left center. That ball hit right back to the pitcher's mound. Chandler picks it up. Over to first in time and that's out number three. So three up and three down. The Raiders go one, two, three in the second inning. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee and Rice, nothing, nothing on the Blue Raider Network from
6: Airfield.
8: Blue
0: Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of
1: the second inning. Left-hander Trent Siebert making his third start of the season. Jaden Hamm normally starts the second game of the series, or has been recently, but. He's been bothered by a little back trouble, and so they're using uh, Siebert, who generally comes out of the bullpen, in a starting role today. Trent started on March the 1st against Lipscomb and went six and the third innings. Gave, gave up no runs on three hits. Good outing. He also started in a midweek game against Austin P two weeks later on the 15th, went four innings. And in that game gave up five runs and six hits. But in, in uh, neither game was he involved in the decision. First batter for the Owls. Nathan Becker takes the pitch and it's a call strike on the outside corner. Becker hitting 333. Same spot, but a little bit uh, farther outside for ball one, one and one. Becker did not play in the game last night. Swing and a little tap foul down the first base side. One and two the count. Average wise, Becker is the leading hitter on this Rice team at 333. He is leading off against Trent Siebert in the bottom of the second inning. Siebert with the pitch and a swing and a miss. Popped out of Spears' mitt, but he tags the batter Becker, and that is out number one in the second. Trent Siebert has his first strikeout. This is Pierce Gallo, the shortstop. Gallo bets from the right side. He hit second in the order yesterday. was 0 for three with a walk. Batting in the number five spot today. First pitch in, first strike, nothing in one. Here is Siebert's pitch, swung on, fouled out of play right side. That will be shy of the bullpen Two strikes. Siebert with the pitch high and away, one and two. The indoor hitting facility is located adjacent to the Rice bullpen down the right field line. There is a swing and a tap foul at the plate count remains one and two foul that one off his foot and next to uh, that facility is a uh, a nice looking building called the roost where i understand that uh, there's some concessions available in there including some cold beverages one ball two strikes the pitch swinging another tap foul this one over by the Blue Raider on deck circle which is empty right now pitching coach Jerry Myers quick as a cat out of the dugout to retrieve that foul ball toss it back over to the rice dugout. there's a the ball lined and off Lopez glove in the left field Lopez went up as high as he could go and the ball just grazed the top of his glove and fell into left field for a base hit. So that is the first
7: hit off Siebert.
1: And with one out, the batter is Manny Garza, the catcher. Garza, a switch hitter. Bats right against the left-hander, Siebert. Garza hitting 390 making his 14th start of the season. Throw to first in the runner back. The Rice head coach is Jose Cruz Jr., whose dad was a longtime member of the Houston Astros. Pitch is a strike call, nothing and one to Garcia. Jose Cruz Jr. is in his first year as head coach here has a son on the team. He is not starting today, and has another son in the Detroit Tigers organization. Cruz was the hitting coach for the Tigers before taking the head coaching job here. He is a graduate of Rice and a big supporter, or has been ever since uh, his uh, playing days in the big leagues the runner goes the throw will be to second on one hop and it skips by Mabry so that will be a stolen base for Gallo he's at second base now with a count of one and one on Garza Gallo with his 10th stolen base of the season and he leads the Rice team in steals One out runner at second. Garza takes the pitch just inside for ball two. Two and one. Back to uh, Jose Cruz Jr. He compiled a 13 year major league career. The pitch. Swing and a foul out of play and always a big A SUPPORTER OF RICE BASEBALL. AND NOW NAMED uh, THE HEAD COACH. HE'S TRYING TO REBUILD THE PROGRAM HERE, WHICH WAS IN ITS heyday WHEN HE PLAYED. THE PITCH TO THE PLATE. OFF-SPEED PITCH, FOUL TO THE SCREEN, TWO AND TWO. RICE WON THE NATIONAL CHAMPIONSHIP College World Series in 2003. They made 22 consecutive NCAA regional appearances and appeared in seven College World Series, winning one. Two and two to Garza. Swing and a little tap foul. Got way out in front of that off-speed pitch. Fouled it over in front of the Rice dugout on the first base side. Count holding at two and two. Siebert's pitch, again, foul back. And again, Coach Myers will chase that one down. Toss it over to the ball boy who makes a nice running catch. Got a little youngster there, about eight, nine years old. Count holding to Garza at two and two. Ball hit right back up the middle, that's gonna score a run. Garza hit it right over the pitcher's mound and almost hit Trent Siever, who had to kind of skip out of the way. So the Owls take an early one to nothing lead. On the base hit by Garza. He's at first base with one out. Picks up his fifth RBI of the season. Second hit, first run off Trent Siebert. batters is Justin Long, the third baseman. Rice leading one to nothing. We're in the bottom of the second inning. Siebert with the pitch, a little bit low for ball one. One ball, no strikes to the Rice third baseman, Long. Long hits the ball in the right center, Snyder on the run, he's gonna get there, makes a one-hand catch right in front of the scoreboard in right center field. We're out number two. Scoreboard is in the same spot uh, the that is at our park in Smith's field. Scoreboard in right center field behind the fence. A little bit deeper out there, 375. I think it's 365 at our place. Two outs, runner at first. Here is Dunlap. Takes an off-speed pitch that was over, but must have been a little bit high. Dunlap, a right-handed batter, making his first appearance in the series. Not a big guy, 5'9. Out of Dripping Springs, Texas. A little tap, and it is going to be fielded by Seabrook. Tough play. Throw to first. Safe. (laughs) Dunlap beat it out. That ball was topped and rolled into the grass down the third base side. Seabrook was able to get there and make a close play, but that will be an infield hit for Dunlap. That advances Garza to second. So runners at first and second with two outs. The number nine hitter is Johnny Hoyle. Second baseman. It was 0 for three in the game yesterday. Runners at first and second with two outs. Siebert's pitch off speed. Again, it missed just a little bit high. One ball, no strikes. Raider field straight away for this right-handed batter. And the pitch. Swung on, hit to center. Dillingham standing in his tracks right on the Rice logo in center field. will make the catch four out number three, and that is all for the Owls in the second inning. But they come up with the first run of the game, one run on three hits and two runners left on base. We have completed two full innings. It is Rice 1, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Network,
11: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com.
9: It's just a few cocktails at happy hour.
0: There aren't any cops around.
7: After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal.
9: It was
11: just a few drinks.
9: I'm
5: good.
7: Hey, I can hold my liquor.
5: I drink and drive all the time. You Put away some drinks. Put away your keys. Fans, don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raiders Sports, WGNS. If we go to the
1: third inning. Raiders trailing one to nothing. Tomorrow's game will mark the final home game of the season for the Owls. They'll course celebrate their seniors tomorrow. It will also be the final game ever played on real grass here at Reckling Park. As soon as the home season is over they will rip up the grass and start installation of an artificial uh, surface here which should be in place by this fall they tell me. Here's Brian Dillingham to lead off the third inning for the Raiders. Takes the first pitch from Cooper Chandler for ball one. Dillingham hitting 250. A senior swinging a ground foul down the left side. Just past the Blue Raider dugout. One ball, one strike. Fausto Lopez waiting to hit next. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Dillingham lines it to right field for a base hit. Fielded out there by Dunlap on one hop. So Dillingham picks up his uh, second hit of the series. He is at first base for Fausto Lopez. Lopez hit in four trips yesterday. Did draw a walk but he more than uh, made up for a hitless game with his play in the field. He was outstanding yesterday, had seven assists from his shortstop position. Runner at first base, nobody out. And the pitch, Lopez takes a letter-high strike. Nothing in one. Fausto struck out in the first inning. Struck out on a bad pitch. Dillingham, who can run, is at first and draws a throw from Chandler. Bryan has five stolen bases on the season. One strike to count to Lopez. Another throw to first, and again, Dillingham back. That ball popped out of the first baseman's mitt as Dillingham was diving back in. So Chandler ready for another one strike pitch. Here it is, and it is hit high in the air in shallow left field. The shortstop Gallo is out there, called off by the left fielder who will make the grab. Left fielder Bullman was coming hard and had a much easier play than the shortstop. So that is the first out. Here in the third, the batter is JT Mabry. Mabry hit the ball hard. And the first pitch from Chandler, but lined out to left field in the first inning. With three hits yesterday, Mabry raised his batting average to 299. Throw to first, Dillingham back. Avery had a great series last weekend at FIU, and a lot of us thought he should have been the Conference USA Hitter of the Week. That included that 6-for-6 game in uh, uh, extra innings. But he followed that up with more hits in uh, games two and three. I think he had a total of nine in the series. Runner goes, the pitch is low, the throw to second base on the hop, not in time, and stealing second base with a stand-up steal. You don't see that very often. Dillingham did not have to slide. That throw was that far off the mark. So that is his sixth stolen base. He's down at second. One ball count to J.T. Mabry. So the Raiders have a runner in scoring position here in the third inning trailing one to nothing. Raiders lead Conference USA in stolen bases. And as a team that is number 75 on the season in 102 attempts. In conference statistics only, which includes 25 games, the Raiders are third in the league in team batting at 277. And third in team earned run average. Check of the runner in the pitch, swung on, hit up the middle. That is a base hit. Dillingham rounds third. He is on his way to the plate. Throw will be cut off and the Raiders have tied the game on a J.T. Mabry single here in the top of the third inning. Mabry gets his 16th this run As he scores Dillingham from second base. That is hit number three, run number one off Chandler. And with one out, the batter is Wyatt Morgan. Morgan shot a single into center field on a two-strike pitch in the first inning. Morgan a left-handed batter. There goes Mabry. And the first pitch is fouled away. Strike one, Mabry will return to first. Mabry leads the Raiders in stolen bases with 15. And he got one yesterday. One strike the count. To Wyatt Morgan. Not going this time. And the pitch is a strike called on the outside corner. And Morgan behind in the count. 0-2. That didn't seem to bother him in the first inning when he singled on an 0-2 pitch. Mabry edges off first. And not going, the ball hit in the center field. That is another 0-2 base hit for Wyatt Morgan. Mabry stops at second. Raiders have runners at first and second with one out. Hit number four off Chandler. Third hit here in the inning. So Jackson Galloway will stand in, hit into a force play in the first inning. Leading Blue Raider hitter at 348. That's from the right side. Swing and a miss on the first pitch from Chandler. Mabry at second, Morgan at first, one out in the third. Game tied at one run apiece. The pitch. Galloway lines it in the left field, a base hit. Mabry's rounding third. He is going to score as the throw comes in, and the Raiders take the lead, 2-1. to one. Solid base hit by Galloway to bring home JT Mabry. 4 Galloway, RBI number 27 on the season. Hit number five for the Raiders, and they have now taken a two-to-one lead. One out. Runner's still at first and second. Here's Briggs-Rutter. Called out on strikes in the first inning. Chandler with the pitch. High, ball one. Third inning yesterday or last night was a big inning for the Raiders. They got two in the third last night In route to a seven nothing win. That's a ball hit in the right field. That is a base hit. Morgan rounding third. He's on his way to the plate. Here comes the throw and it is cut off. Raiders lead it three to one. Wyatt Morgan comes sliding head first in the home plate. Galloway stops at second. And Briggs Rutter with a single to right field took the ball the other way. And that is his 13th RBI of the season. So it's three to one. And with still just one out, the batter is Brett Coker. First and second, one out. Chandler with the pitch. Swing and a foul out of play to the right side. One strike, the cap to Coker. Five hits here in the third inning. Raiders have scored three runs And the one-strike pitch, Coker swings, fouls this one out of play, and it's 0-2. Coker says, I want to get in on this. We had a big day, uh, big night last night. Two doubles and his second triple of the season. Here's the 0-2, and it's very much outside for ball one. One and two to Coker. Galloway, who singled, is on at second. Rudder, who singled, is on at first. And Coker hits one up the middle, but the shortstop cuts it off, touches the bag, throws to first, that is a double play, and Rice is out of the inning. Gallo made uh, a good pickup near the bag at second, took a step, touched the bag, relayed to first for a 6-3 double play. So that's all for the Raiders in the third inning, but they come up with two run, no, three runs, five hits, and with a double play, one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the third. It is Middle Tennessee 3, Rice 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNs.
1: Trent Seabird has been given a two-run lead as we go to the bottom of the third inning. Raiders got five hits, including four in a row in the third inning, to take a three-to-one lead for Rice. It's back to the top of the batting order for the leadoff batter. Connor Walsh fly out to right field in the first inning. Walsh, a right-handed batter, takes a look at the first pitch and it is outside ball one. Walsh hit the ball hard every time up last night and finally got uh, a base hit with a triple in the bottom of the ninth inning off Peyton Wigginton. Foul to the screen, one ball, one strike. Off-speed pitch, caught the corner, strike two. So Siebert ahead in the count, a ball and two strikes to the right-handed hitting Walsh. Comes back with a fastball that is just low. Two balls, two strikes. Siebert, Light like Wigginton, is a fast worker out on the mound. 2-2 pitch. This is outside. Ball three, and the count goes full. Walsh, Garabay, and Bullman, top three in the batting order for the Owls here in the inning. Ball four is low and inside, and that will be the first walk issued by Siebert. He loses Walsh on a 3-2.
6: Here's
1: Garabay, the first baseman, fly it out in the first inning to center field. Siebert pitching out of the stretch and misses outside ball one to Garabay. Garibay, six home runs on the season, 32 driven in, and a 295 batting average. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch. Strike at the knees, good fastball from Siebert, one and one. Chandler ready to work. Fakes a throw, steps off the rubber and makes a throw to first. One ball, one strike to count. Now there is a toss to first. Walsh with a leadoff walk is the base runner. And a 1-1 count to Garibay, which misses, ball one, or ball two rather, two balls and a strike. Swung <laughs> so on, the ball hit into left center, Dillingham moving. And Galloway also on the run. Galloway will take it on the warning track in deep left center. Walsh has to return to first and that is out number one here in the third
6: inning.
1: Here's Austin, He tapped back to the mound to end the Rice first inning. Rice pulled a double plate to snuff out the Raiders in the third inning. The Raiders would like to return the favor here. One on, one out. Left-hander Trent Siebert ready to work. Checks the runner at first. He's gone, the pitch low and inside. Sieberts or Spears throw to second is not in time. And Walsh with a stolen base. That'll be his fifth of the season. Pitch was out of the strike zone. One ball, no strikes to Bullman. Runner at second, one out. Swung on and tap to third. Coker short hops. Looks the runner back to second, pros to first in time. And Pullman retired, third to first. Designated hitter, Nathan Becker. Two outs, the batter is Nathan Becker, designated hitter. Becker, sophomore, made the all-freshman team in Conference USA a year ago. Takes the first pitch for a strike. Hit uh, 296 for the season last year. He's at 333 now in his sophomore year. Struck out in the second inning. Strike two called, and it is nothing and two. Runner at second base with two outs. That's Walsh. Had the leadoff walk here in the third inning. Pitch is low, blocked nicely by Mason Spears. Ball one, one and two. Siebert out of the stretch and the pitch to the plate. Just missed outside with a fastball. Two balls, two strikes. Siebert's fastball can reach high 80s, maybe touch 90 at times. The pitch and struck him out on a changeup. That is all for the Owls. He strikes out Becker for the second time No runs, no hits, and one man left. We've completed three innings, and the totals for Middle Tennessee, three runs, six hits, no errors. For Rice, one run, three hits, no errors. Raiders lead it three to one as we go to the fourth.
6: The Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
5: This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Ah, This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi, smooth, creamy, delicious.
0: Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And before Eston
1: Snyder steps up to home plate, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball.
0: the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here.
1: Snyder tries to bunt the first pitch here in the fourth inning and bunts through it for strike one. Bottom third of the order, Snyder, Spears, and Dillingham face the right-hander Cooper Chandler. This pitch is outside, one ball, one strike. Snyder grabbed it to Short in the second inning. He's 0 for 1. Swing and a miss, Got a big cut, had a fast ball, didn't get it, that pitch coming in at 90. One ball, two strikes. And struck him out. Had him fooled on a an off-speed pitch. And Snyder is out number one here in the fourth inning. Strikeout number three for Chandler. Got two strikeouts in the first inning. So with one out, the batter Mason Spears hit back to the mound in the second inning. takes the pitch in the dirt for ball one. Center fielder is over into left center. A few steps for this right-handed hitter. And a ball drilled into left field. That's a fair ball rolling down near the Raider bullpen, and that will allow Spears to pull into second base with a stand-up double. Their tarp is rolled up and is outside the bullpen, and I think it came off the bench just behind the tarp. Spears pulled into second base with his sixth double of the season, hit number seven for the Raiders and the first extra base hit. Here's Dillingham. Dillingham opened the third inning with a base hit and came around to score in that inning. Takes the first pitch for a strike, nothing and one. Chandler checks the runner at second and the pitch. Swing and a miss, he is ahead of Dillingham, strike two. Spears leads at second base, the two-strike pitch coming and slammed uh, past the third baseman into the left field. Long dove for it, got by him. It did slow the ball down. Spears
6: able to get over to third base
1: as he had to hold up to see if this- Long was going to be able to stop that uh, hard hit ball. That's the second hit of the game for Dillingham. So runners now at first and third with one out, and the batter is Fausto Lopez. A good time for his first hit in this series. The pitch to the plate, Lopez skies it, foul down the right side, long run, first baseman back there, makes the catch, and gets the ball back, and now almost threw it away to third base. Spears had tagged up and started as if he was going to try and score, but no way Spears was going to try and score on that foul ball. So Lopez fouls out to the first baseman down the right field line for out number two. Runners remain at first and third, two outs for J.T. Mabry. Mabry drove in a run with a single in the third inning it was the first Blue Raider run of the game. Raiders leading it here three to one. And the pitch is a strike call nothing and one to Mabry. Mabry likes to swing early in the count. Many times on the very first pitch. Looks at a ball outside, one and one now. Spears, who doubled, is at third. Dillingham, who singled, is at first. The pitch swung on, hit high in the air down the left field line. That one's gonna be out of play. So the count to Mabry is one ball and two strikes, two outs in the inning. We're just gonna try to get that run in from third base. Count one and two to JT Mabry. And here is Chandler winding and the pitch, strike called on the inside corner and the inning is over. I think Mabry was fooled on that pitch. That's gonna be all in the fourth. No runs, two hits, two left. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Middle Tennessee three, Rice one on the Blue Raider Network. From
6: their It's Learfield.
9: just a few cocktails at happy hour.
0: There aren't any cops around. Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS, and we go to the
1: bottom of the fourth inning here at Reckling Park on the campus of Rice University in Houston. Beautiful Medical Center skyline outside the ballpark fences here. For the Owls in the fourth inning, it will be Pierce Gallo to lead off. He singled in the second inning and scored the Owls' only run. Coming in on a hit by Garza. Pitches inside to Gallo, ball one. Here's the shortstop for the Owls. left-hander Trent Siebert delivers the ball hit to center field Dillingham moving over a few steps in the right center makes the grab and that is out number one here in the fourth Siebert is allowed one run and three hits they all came in the second inning has two strikeouts in the game. Pitch to Garza, low and outside, ball one. Garza's hit scored Gallo with the Owls' only run in the second inning. Garza slams it into right field for a base hit, just past the diving briggs Rudder, the Raider first baseman. So Garza with his second straight hit is at first with one out. Fourth hit off Trent Siever. And Justin Long, the third baseman, will stand in. One on, one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Long takes the pitch inside, pops out of Spears' mitt, but he recovers quickly. And the runner cannot advance. One ball, no strikes, the cap to Justin Long. Runner goes, the ball hit into right center field. Dillingham a long run, and it will be Snyder to make the catch that was in fairly deep right center field dillingham and snyder both going for it. that was good coordination between the outfielders Justin. snyder makes the grab for out number two they started the runner garza who's a catcher and wouldn't think he would have much foot speed but maybe they had the hit and run going here's dunlap Takes the first pitch outside for ball one. Dunlap had uh, an infield hit in the second inning. Siebert's pitch high and away, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Dunlap, the number eight hitter in the order. Did not play in yesterday's game. There's a strike, laid it right in there. Two and one. Garza leads at first, strike call. Right back with a fastball, two and two. Siebert comes set and delivers strike three call. The inning is over. Dunlap took three straight call strikes. And that will end the fourth inning. No runs, one hit and one left. We have completed four full innings. It is Middle Tennessee. Three, Rice, one on the Blue Raider Network from the
6: airfield.
10: Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Our game moves to the fifth
1: inning. Raiders leading it by a score of 3-1. to one. We'll have the 3-4-5 hitters to face the right-hander, Cooper Chandler. A grand uh, transfer from Pepperdine. Chandler's given up eight hits. The Raiders scored all of their runs in the third inning when they picked up five of those eight hits, all singles. I think we've had a pitching change. I believe this is a new pitcher coming on for Rice. He is Garcia. Well, Garcia will be the new pitcher. So, we can't give you some final numbers on Chandler. Pitched four innings, allowed three runs, eight hits, did not walk anybody, and struck out three. Uh, Garcia is 6'4", 245. He is also a grad
6: senior from Deer Park, Texas.
1: Super senior. I'll dig up some numbers on him in uh, just a second. As Wyatt Morgan will be the first Blue Raider to face Garcia. Morgan two for two with a run score. Takes the first pitch high. Morgan singled in the first, singled and scored in the third. Garcia making his 16th appearance. He has started four games. One and two is his record, 4.85 earned run average. And the pitch is a strike on the inside corner. One and one to Morgan. Garcia's pitched 42 and two-thirds innings, giving up 49 hits, 23 earned runs. Has walked 15, struck out 45. Has allowed three home runs. Opponents hitting 283 against the right-hander. Morgan tried to check his swing, but went around. The count will go to one and two on Wyatt Morgan. So Chandler is out after pitching four and trails in the game three to one. Here's the pitch to the plate and Morgan slices it into left field. That's got a chance and that is a foul ball, just foul. That would have been a double had it stayed fair ball is tailing off toward the bullpen area down the left field line. And that corner down there is out of our line of sight. So it must have uh, fallen foul right close to the Blue Raider bullpen fence. Count one and two. Pitch a strike. Called on the inside corner. I think Morgan knew it. He'll walk back to the dugout. A strikeout victim. First strikeout for Garcia. And with one out, the batter is Jackson Galloway. Hit into a force play in the first. Singled and drove it a run in the third inning. Right-hander delivers, and it is a ball high. Still have a light breeze blowing out toward left and left center. Garcia winds and fires, and it's drilled into left field, a base hit for Galloway, his second hit of the game. He was all over that 90-mile-an-hour fastball. That is the Raiders' ninth season, hit. Galloway at first, one out, and this is briggs Rudder. He singled to right field in that third inning, and he drove in a run. Runner leads at first, and a strike. Good fastball. Rob Garcia, one strike to Rudder. One on, one out in the fifth. Galloway leads at first. A swing and a miss. Rudder reaching for an outside pitch and didn't get it. Nothing and two. A much smaller crowd today than we had last night, had, uh, they had their largest crowd of the season, 3,783 here last night. This stadium will seat 6,000. And there's a strike called, and Rudders called out on strikes. Pitch caught the inside corner. So the second strikeout, strikeout in the inning for Garcia. And with two outs, the batter is Brett Coker. He's slid to center, and in the third inning, grounded into a 6-3 double play. Ruel Garcia working in his first inning. There goes the runner. Pitch is swung on, hit in the air to right field. Moving toward the line, the right fielder. Dunlap will haul it in for out number three, and that is all for the Raiders in the fifth. No runs, one hit, and one man left.
6: We're halfway
1: home. It is Middle Tennessee three, Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from their field.
2: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
5: This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Ah, This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious.
0: You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Well, in between innings, Coach Toman
1: and the home plate umpire, uh, Sean Arthur, were having words. I don't know what that was about. They were both passing along. Friendly greetings, I can tell you that. Number nine hitter, Hoyle, will lead off in the fifth inning against Trent Siebert. Raider left-hander delivers, first pitch, it's slowing inside, ball one. Comes right back with a fastball, hit into left field, Galloway got a late start, but gets there in time and makes the catch for out number one, one down in the fifth. This will bring Five. in the leadoff batter, Connor Walsh. He has slide to right and has walked. Walsh hitting 2.42 coming into the game with a couple of home runs. Looks at the first pitch. It's a breaking ball in for a strike, nothing in one. Another just like it, but. Missed the zone, and it's one ball, one strike. A little bit outside. The one-one pitch, fouled away to the right. Siebert out in front, one and two. Checked the weather between innings. Temperatures now reach 90. Pitches outside. Two balls, two strikes to Connor Walsh. He drills this one, foul down the right side. Big sign on the Rice Indoor Hitting Facility down around their bullpen. 2003 National Champions. The pitch. Just missed the inside corner. Ball three, and for the second straight at bat, that's gonna run the count full to Walsh. She walked on a 3-2 pitch in the third inning. This one is hit to short, big hop. Lopez had to back up. Fires a strike to Rudder at first for out number two. Lopez, who had seven assists in last night's game. That is the first uh, ball that's found its way to the Raiders shortstop in this game. Two up, two down in the fifth inning. Here is Garibay, the left-hand hitting first baseman. Takes a pitch, must have been a little outside, ball one. He's flied out twice, once to center and once to left. This pitch is high for ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Garabay. Batting with two down here in the bottom of the fifth. Raiders leading three to one. Inside, ball three, and just like that, it's three balls and no strikes. Siebert comes back with a fastball for a strike called three and one. And the lefty delivers and a line shot just over Mabry's head into right field. Garibay with a base hit, singles to right. Fifth hit off Siebert. And the batter is Austin Bullman. He is grounded out twice, hit back to the mound and hit the third. Two outs and a runner at first. Raiders got all three of their runs in the third inning after Rice took a one-to-nothing lead in the second. Pitch to Bullman inside for ball one. There's breaking ball in for a strike, one and one. Fastball caught the outside corner and the count goes to one and two on Bullman. And a ball hit to right field. That's gonna get in for a hit. Snyder recovers it quickly, fires it back in and runners will be at first and second with two outs
6: designated hitter, Nathan Becker.
1: Get number six off Siebert. So two outs, first and second. Batter is Becker, who has struck out twice. Siebert's had his number both times. Lefty against lefty. That's just misses outside. He checked his swing, ball one. Left-hander delivers a strike on the outside corner. One and one to count. Siebert has three strikeouts in the game. Two of them are Beckers. Swinging a ground ball, Lopez in the hole throws to third. It got the force. Lopez was going the right direction, deep in the hole and. Had the play in front of him. Got the force at third on Garibay coming down. Play will go six to five for the force play. And that is all for Rice in the fifth inning. Owls come up uh, empty, no runs.
6: Two hits and two men left.
1: We have played five complete innings. It's Middle Tennessee three and Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: The Blue Raiders play here WGNS Murfreesboro Smyrna.
1: This game moves to the sixth inning with the Raiders leading at three to one bottom third of the order will be facing the new pitcher Garcia who retired side after giving up one hit in the fifth inning.
6: Snyder, Spears, and
1: Dillingham here in the sixth. Three to one Raider lead and Garcia with the pitch checked swing and a strike called. Eston Snyder has grounded out and struck out 0 for 2. Pitch comes in the dirt for ball one. One ball, one strike to Snyder. Freshman out of Franklin. Garcia's pitch high, ball two. Two balls and a strike. Snyder, a 339 hitter coming into the game. See his pitch. A little tap foul over by the Raider dugout. Two balls and two strikes. We're in the sixth inning in Houston, and the Raiders leading Rice 3-1. to 2-2 count to Eston Snyder. Pitches a strike on the outside quarter, and he is called out on strikes. Garcia has struck out three since coming in, and they've all been on called third strikes, so he has something the Raiders aren't picking up. One out in the sixth here is Mason Spears. Spears doubled in the 4th inning, 1 for 2. Pitches a strike call, caught the outside corner. No balls and a strike. That pitch too far outside and it's 1 and 1. Mentioned the fact that Rice would be Taking up their uh, their real grass after this series, they will play crosstown rival Houston on the road next uh, Tuesday, and then travel to Miami for the final three games of the regular season. Pitches outside to Spears, ball two, two and one to the Raider catcher. ball hit into left center field pretty well struck everybody on a run and that one bounced over the fence that hit the warning track next to a big light tower in left center field and bounced over the fence that will be a ground rule double for spears his second double of the game That is the second hit off Garcia. And now the batter is Dillingham, who is two for two. Two both singles. Pitch to the plate. Dillingham takes it outside. Well called a strike. Outside corner, I guess. Nothing in one. Brian singled and scored in the third inning, singled again in the fourth. Check of the runner and the pitch, swing and a miss. Garcia ahead in the count, two
6: strikes.
1: (laughs) Raiders trying to add to a three to one lead. Have a runner in scoring position at second. Garcia with a pitch, swung on, hit hard, but right at the second baseman, Hoyle. Makes the play to first. Spears will advance to third. So Dillingham hit it hard, but right at the Rice second baseman. Spears on the ground ball, advances to third. He is there with two outs for Fausto Lopez. Be a good time for his first hit of the series. He is 0 for 3 today. After going 0 for 4 yesterday with a walk. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. We're in the top of the sixth inning. Three to one Raiders. Here is Garcia with the pitch swung on, hit slowly to the left side. Third baseman charges, can't make a play and the run is in. And the Raiders lead it four to one. Fausto Lopez topped it down the third baseline. Long picked it up. Had a little trouble getting it out of his glove and that will be an RBI infield hit for Fausto Lopez. He is at first base with two outs and the Raiders now lead it four to one. Hit number three, run number one off Raul Garcia. Here's JT Mabry, singled and scored in the third. He is one for three. Runner goes, swing and a miss, and he's gonna be out. Lopez is out trying to steal second base. So Mabry will lead off the next inning for the Raiders as Lopez, after driving in the run, tries to steal second but is out stealing. So in the fourth inning for the Raiders, one run, two hits, and nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is Middle Tennessee four and Rice one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports, WGNS.
1: And we go to the bottom half of the sixth inning. Raiders leading four to one. Coach Tillman and the home plate umpire again having some words and I don't know what this is about at all. Coach is pointing out to the field about something. He's not very happy. Late umpire just told him to go back to the dugout. I just have no idea what's going on. For Rice, it will be Gallo to lead it off against Trent Siebert. Gallo, Garza and Long here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Siebert with the pitch, and it's a breaking ball that does not break. It hangs outside, ball one. Gallo singled and scored in the second, flat out in the fourth. The pitch again misses outside, ball two, two and 2-0. Oh. Sieward comes back and a shot foul down the left field line. Hits the bullpen fence and carries back out onto the field. Two balls and a strike. Right-handed batter takes the pitch outside. Ball three. Gallo a sophomore. 263 average coming into the game. Three, one, and there's ball four, and Siebert was not around home plate on uh,
6: that uh, fourth
1: pitch, fifth pitch outside. That's the second walk that Trent has given up. Runner at first, no outs. Here's Garza. He struck the ball well twice. Switch hitter single to center in the second inning, single to right in the fourth. Runner at first with nobody out. Rice has run a little bit in this game and Siebert a soft toss to first and almost threw it over Rutter's head. I think we're about to see some action in the Blue Raider bullpen. The ball hit up the middle. Fausto's got it, tags the bag in second, throws to first, and there's a double play. Fausto Lopez with a 6-3 double play. Just as it appeared that Seabird might be in a little trouble. Lopez fielded it behind the bag, touched the base for the force out on Gallo and then relayed to first and easily got Garza on the double play. And here's a swing and a ball hit into right field. And that is a base hit for Justin Long. Long took Siebert's first pitch into right field. And that is hit number seven for the Owls. A at first with two outs. I think that's Zach Keenan in the bullpen. Zach did not start last night. Normally he is the Friday night starter. So here's Dunlap. Swings at the first pitch. Fouls it away. Strike one. Justin Long The runner at first with two outs. Siebert with the pitch. Swing and a miss. Swung over a big breaking ball and it's 0 2. Pitch in the dirt blocked by Spears. Runner did not try to advance one ball and two strikes. Raiders leading four to one. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. And the pitch. Ground ball up the middle. Lopez got it. Shovels over to Mabry for the force. And that is all for the Owls in the sixth inning. No runs. One hit, and one left.
6: Here are your totals after six complete innings. For Middle Tennessee, four runs, 11 hits, no errors.
1: And for Rice, one run, seven hits, no errors. Raiders lead it 4-1 as we go to the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
4: Hey Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call six one five 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 six nine two three nine to find out more.